you're not going to be able to live with a hardcore diet where you never have indulgences and it has to be very moderate and it has to be done in a way that's not overwhelming and not restrictive and where you don't feel deprived. And I realized that the diet and lifestyle that we were following was so doable. And when I looked around, I saw that so many other women were needing the same thing and that what I had learned could help so many people. Welcome to Boss Body, the podcast where successful women learn how to lose weight and get healthy in a way they can live forever. If you're successful in so many areas of your life, but can't seem to give yourself the same care and compassion you show everyone else, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah Haas, women's weight loss and body love coach, and I'm here to help you create the light, joyful, energetic life you deserve. If you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, you need to hear this because there is so much you can do to manage, improve, and possibly reverse this disease. This is Sarah Haas, and you're listening to the Boss Body Podcast, and I am so glad that you're here. Those of you who have been following me for a while know that I have a now 17-year-old son who was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was six years old and in kindergarten. And as you can imagine, as a mom, that was an extremely devastating thing to hear that your child has a disease that's incurable and that he will have it for the rest of his life uh, unless and until they find a cure. And as a mom, I threw myself into learning anything and everything I could about nutrition and lifestyle and how to take care of him and his body so that he could live a long, healthy life. And in doing so, I learned so much and I was able to not only improve his health, but improve the health of myself and for my entire family. And that was the catalyst that prompted me to go back to school and study integrative nutrition and to now be an integrative nutrition health coach and to make this my life's work. Because what I realized throughout this process was that the changes that we made were very doable and realistic. And obviously, if you have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, you're not going to be able to live with a hardcore diet where you never have indulgences and it has to be very moderate and it has to be done in a way that's not overwhelming and not restrictive and where you don't feel deprived. And I realized that the diet and lifestyle that we were following was so doable. And when I looked around, I saw that so many other women were needing the same thing and that what I had learned could help so many people. The other thing that I noticed when I looked around is that I live in East Tennessee where there's an extremely high prevalence of type 2 diabetes. And so many people need the knowledge and the information and the support to get healthy. 
I want to take just a minute to explain the difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes because they are very different diseases. My son is a type 1 diabetic, and they do not know what causes type 1 diabetes. Sometimes it can be hereditary, although we had no family history. And with type 1, what that means is his body doesn't produce insulin and insulin is necessary to live. So he's on an insulin pump and receives it artificially. If you have type 2 diabetes, your body is still producing insulin, but your cells have become resistant to it. Let me explain what that means, and you'll have to excuse me while I nerd out for just a minute, but I believe that knowledge is power, and the more you understand about your body's functions and processes, the more you can take better care of yourself and be healthier. So insulin is the hormone in your body that allows glucose from the food that you eat to be absorbed into your cells. You've probably heard the term blood sugar and high blood sugar, and you know that that has something to do with diabetes, but you're not sure what. So let me break this down. When you eat food, it gets released into your bloodstream. It's absorbed into your bloodstream in the form of glucose. And glucose floating around in your blood is what is meant when they say blood sugar. And when the sugar is circulating throughout your body in your blood, it's very inflammatory. And that can eventually break down your organs and your systems. And that is why if you continue to have high blood sugar, you end up with heart disease and kidney disease and neuropathy and blindness. It's because that sugar damages all of those organs. So in order for that sugar to not be floating around in your blood and to get absorbed into the cell, you need insulin. The problem is the more insulin you have circulating in your body, the more resistant your cells become to it. And therefore, the more insulin you need. So it's a vicious cycle. And I compare it to yelling at your kids. So if someone yells at their kids all the time, the kids start to tune that out. They start to not hear it. And you have to yell louder and louder to get through to them. And that's how it's working with your cells and the insulin. The more insulin that's pumping, the more resistant your cells become and the more insulin your body has to pump out. So if you are pre-diabetic or if you're a type 2 diabetic, this condition will continue to get worse if you don't change your diet and your lifestyle. Even if you're on medication, even if you're on artificial insulin, if you continue to put too much sugar in your body and your insulin needs become higher and higher, you'll continue to become more and more resistant to the insulin and the disease will progress. If you're struggling to stick with healthy habits and need a kick in the pants to get and stay on track, I'm so excited to offer you my free weight loss jumpstart course. You deserve to feel good and look good forever, and it doesn't have to be complicated, overwhelming, or miserable. I'll show you how to do it simply and with ease. It's available for instant download right now on my website at sarahhaaswellness.com. 
and I'll also put a link to it in the show notes. I hope you'll take me up on it and I'll see you inside. So let's talk about how you can reverse this vicious cycle, how you can make your cells more sensitive, more receptive to the insulin so that when you eat, the sugar is absorbed easily into your cells and your body functions optimally. The first one, as you probably know, is the food that you put into your mouth. And what I mean by that is there are some foods that digest very quickly that release that glucose into your bloodstream and cause you to have high blood sugar and cause your insulin levels to spike, which over time causes that insulin resistance. Or you can eat foods that digest more slowly, which will let you absorb the glucose into your bloodstream more slowly and let the insulin take its time so that you don't get those spikes and it doesn't cause resistance. So in the first case, the foods that spike your blood sugar are obviously we know sugar, cakes, cookies, candy, soft drinks, all of those things are going to cause that blood sugar spike. The other one is simple processed carbohydrates. And these are your fast foods, your convenience foods, your junk foods, your potato chips, your white bread, white rice, white pasta. All of those contain large amounts of what is going to turn into glucose and spike that blood sugar. And so in order to keep that from happening, you want to focus more on Foods that digest more slowly, like protein and foods that contain fiber. So eating protein and fiber, those take longer for your stomach to digest. So focusing more on those nice lean meats and veggies and fruits that are full of fiber will go a long way to slowing the digestive process and keeping the blood sugar from spiking. And over time, as you have less and less insulin circulating, the resistance of your cells diminishes and they become more and more receptive to the insulin. And that's where reversing and improving whatever your condition is comes in. Then the next one is exercise. And the reason that exercise helps the sensitivity of your cells is that your muscles have to have glucose. So when you are working your muscles, they are absorbing all that glucose out of your bloodstream. So if you had high blood sugar, it's going to suck all that sugar right out of your bloodstream so that the muscle can use it for energy. And the third one, this may surprise you, is reducing stress and getting more sleep. And the reason for this is that when you are stressed or tired, your body produces cortisol and that is your stress hormone. That's your fight or flight hormone. And imagine that you are getting chased by a tiger. If you have to flee or fight the tiger, you're going to need a good burst of energy and cortisol is what causes the body to react 
in ways that will give you more energy. And one of those ways is giving you a big boost of blood sugar so that your muscles will have lots of glucose. So when cortisol spikes, blood sugar spikes, and guess what? insulin spikes. (laughs) So lowering those stress levels and getting better sleep at night will help you avoid those insulin spikes. And again, the less insulin you have continuously bombarding your cells, the less resistant the cells will be, and you can actually reverse and or greatly improve this disease. So if this is something that you are struggling with, I hope that the information that I shared today will be so helpful for you and enable you to take some steps in the direction of getting yourself healthier and happier because that is my reason for being here. That is the whole reason for this podcast. So know that you do have the power to take control of your health. Thank you again for being here. That's all I have for today. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for being here. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend your time with me and allowed me to be part of your journey. If you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you think would benefit. I'll see you soon.